The Tape Community Podcasts are brought to you by Tape. Tape is a community arts charity that supports the creative ideas and interests of people of all ages from across communities in Wales. Check out Tape Community Music and Film on Facebook and Twitter to find out what's on and how you can get involved. Hello and welcome to the Tape Community Podcast, episode 21. Our guest today is Mark Shivers, who runs the John Lynn Karate Academy in Colwyn Bay. We hope you enjoy listening to this episode. Goodbye for now. Please introduce yourself. Yes, of course. Uh, my name's Mark Shibberis, um and I've come from John Lynn's Martial Arts Academy, which is uh, just based in Colwyn Bay. Um, Mark, what got you into karate in the first place? Um, I actually saw a poster um, in my local primary school when I was around 12 years old um, and I just wanted to go along to try it really um, and I went along to a few classes um, and I got hooked um, I really enjoyed it, I enjoyed the structure, I, uh, I enjoyed the classes um, I enjoyed wearing the karate uniform, that was one of the biggest things actually um, so yeah, it was, uh, it was basically off a poster first of all, I, uh, I got, got into it really and can you tell us a bit about your karate career and when did you start doing your karate career, Mark? Yes, of course. So I started when I was 12 years old um, and then I obviously trained and progressed up the grades um, until I was around 17 years old where I got uh, asked to become an assistant instructor. So I started assistant instructing um, and then at, at the age of 18 then I got the opportunity to become an instructor and, uh, and teach classes. So then I took, uh, I started taking classes in the, you know, in uh, the Nanticleen Church Hall where we originally started. Um, and then I was teaching there for uh, around eight years. Um, and then we we opened a full-time location in Abergelly Road next to the theatre, which is where we're based now. Um, and we've got a full-time centre there. Um, and we've been teaching there ever since. So. Uh, so yeah, we've been been uh, going for about eighteen years now, and I've been training for twenty three years. I've got another question. What karate classes do you do? Uh, so we we've got five programs um, at our academy. We've got a Tiny Tigers class, which is uh, primarily for three and a half to five year olds. Um, we've got a Little Dragons class. That's very is, young, like uh, to be learning karate at the age of three. It is. It is. Well, with with the Tiny Tigers class, we primarily work on uh, motor skills. So we work on their balance, we work on their coordination, um, we work on their movement, um, and also working on their, you know, a little bit of concentration and, and confidence. Um, and then we've got the Little Dragons, uh, which is from five to eight year olds. So we do everything that we, we do in the Tiny Tigers, but a little bit more martial arts based. Uh, also working more on um, cooperation, um, listening to their parents, concentration, respect, also for parents and teachers as well. Um, and again, you know, still doing basic martial arts skills of that, of that age. Uh, and then we have our juniors, which is from uh, eight to 12 years old. So then they start to learn a little bit more about the martial arts there more of the, uh, the punching techniques, the kicking techniques. Uh, we do the catters, we do sparring, uh, we do pad work. Um, but again, with, with that age group, we talk more about goal setting um, and again, continuing to build confidence. Uh, avoiding peer pressure is also important to that age group as well. 
Um, and then, you know, obviously being able to defend um, and protect yourself against bullies without fighting. And then we've got our adult classes. So we've got an adult karate class and an adult kickboxing class. Um, and again, working very much on all the skills that the other programmes work on. Um, again, continuing to work on sparring and self-defence, uh, fitness, which adults are very interested in. So we do lots of fitness in the classes um, as well. Um, along, along with the other self-defence techniques. What's your oldest person in the adult classes? So, our, uh, well, our, our youngest student, I would say, is three and, three and a half. Uh, our oldest student that I've taught is uh, 73. No, um, man, so we teach... Yeah, yeah. That's old we teach We teach a very broad age range. And what about the, the parents? Do they come with them? Yes, yes. And so grandparents. Yes, so uh, for for the for the uh, the juniors, uh, and for the the kids, we uh, we encourage parents viewing. So uh, the students have to train twice a week, and then the uh, the parents come along and watch twice and a week. And do you have anything to prevent prevent hate crime about protecting themselves out on the street? Well, we we built we we like to talk a lot about confidence building and conflict avoidance. Um, and also just about standing proud and walking with confidence uh, and again avoiding conflict if you can help it that's the key really I mean this uh, I mean it's not your fault if you can't avoid you know like a fight like you know someone might oh, want to start a fight with you <clears throat> absolutely not no and again we we have stages that we try to teach the the students at our academy mm. so we always try to uh, you know have our awareness around us and try to avoid any potential potentially uh, dangerous situations and then if you can't avoid it, you, you want to try and obviously talk you out of the situation. And if you can't talk you out of the situation, you try and walk away from the situation or run away from the situation. Nothing wrong with running away. Um, and then at the last the last stage, if you need to defend yourself, then then that's where the, the martial arts skills come into it. Um, what is the highest colour belt that you train up to? Um, so that will be a 10th degree black belt. Um, so you start off as a white belt um, in, 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 in the martial arts. Um, and then you progress up the grades. Uh, so white, yellow, orange, green, blue, purple, brown. We have three browns in our in our style. Um, and then a pre-black belt, and then a black belt, and then you'll be classed as a first degree black belt. Um, and then for every additional um, dan you take on your black belt, you've got to add an additional Every additional year. dan? Yeah, so a dan is a stripe you get on your black belt to s signify how long you've been training. So from white belt to 10th degree black belt, it takes 60 years. Oh, man. Yeah, so it takes a lot of dedication and a lot of, um, you know, a lot of hard work, a lot of perseverance. I thought the only highest one was just the, just black, black belt, like, no. you know, without the stripey things no. on it. Black belt's actually the start of your training, really. I bet the 10th the degree black belt's are, like, the most dangerous. You know. um, well, martial arts is about training body, mind, and spirit. So you know, obviously, you've you've learned I mean, a lot yeah, of physical I mean, techniques early someone on. Someone didn't really know <clears throat> that they were, you know, like a black belt. Then they wouldn't really know. You know, someone on the street that you know probably wants to start a fight with you, they wouldn't even know if you're a black belt or not. No, no, of course, no. Well, that that's uh, that's what we want. You want to be unassuming. <laughs> what is the quickest time that you've achieved? Um, first belt in karate? Um, so generally, um, a student can earn their first belt within one month's training. That quick, um, really? Yeah, yeah um, because... Do you start off on white or do you have to earn the white? 
So, um, yeah, you do indirectly have to earn the right. Um, you go through a qualification process at the academy, and providing they show the right attitude and they, you know, they show a, a good attitude for learning and they're enthusiastic, then then they'll be uh, be awarded their white belt. And then a month later, after approximately eight to ten classes, providing they're confident with their material and they know everything that we've taught them, and um, then they can work for their yellow. And then after that, then it will be every three months they'll be doing their grading and progressing up the grades, pr providing they know their material. Yeah. Why did you bring your karate club to Colwyn Bay? Um, <clears throat> it was already it was already there um, when when I became an assistant instructor. There was already a small club um, established there by my instructor, um, and then he he put me in there as the instructor and I um, I continued to grow it for Build yourself up for, for 12 months um, and then he gave me the opportunity to to take it over so I took it over in 2002 um, and I've been running it along with my wife and a very good team uh, ever since. Why do people learn to come to karate? <clears throat> that is, that's a good question um, for for many many different reasons um, some People come because they want to increase their confidence. Um, some come for um, improved coordination and balance. Some come for fitness. Um, some come for self-defense skills. So really, there's, there's there's lots of lots of different reasons. Some a lot of adults come because they want to make new friends. Um, a lot of children, well, a lot of parents bring their children to us maybe because they want to increase uh, increase their respect or build their you know build their confidence. Um, is it normal for like a first timer to you know be scared or nervous? Absolutely, yeah. It's uh, unfortunately uh, like lots of activities, um, martial arts can be a little bit of a, a daunting experience. Um, but that's why we we give the two introductory lessons first of all, which are one to one, so they're private introductory lessons. So there's generally just me and the you know the the, the students, um, and that's designed to build their confidence and prepare them to go into the lesson. But yeah, nerves are nerves are perfectly natural. And do you does other people take the lessons as well as yourself? Uh, generally, it's me. Um, I'm the main instructor. Um, I've got a couple of assistant instructors um, that work with me as well, um, and they take warm ups and little parts of classes. And they're uh, they're they're a great team. They really are. And my wife also she she uh, she's our program director, so she does all the administration side of it and takes care of the students uh, kind of outside of classes. What is the most advanced move that you teach your students, like, uh, like based on their classes or you know the the belt colours? Um, I would say, uh, I mean, the catches that we do are, uh, as they progress up the grades get get increasingly difficult, and um, the catches are kind of a, a sequence of self defence moves all put together um, into into a form or a pattern. So as you get higher graded, they do get increasingly more challenging. Um, but I would say as a singular technique, I'd say maybe our jumping kicks. So as black belts, they do yeah. jumping kicks and jumping spinning kicks, which are uh, are quite advanced. They require a lot of uh, balance and like to coordination. Like strike a target that's like you know high up. Yeah, of course. Yeah, so they they jump and do the do the kick. Um, what is like um you know like uh, say if you're in like a different coloured class like below the black um what is the, like the most advanced move to teach in that that colour class? Um, like say if you're in the blue or something, or the green, or like, what would be the most advanced move in that in that colour? Um, well, every every grade has their own um, combinations to learn and their own 
techniques to learn. So I, I suppose that for for every grade, when they when they learn their new techniques, it's it's challenging in itself really for them. So in itself, it's an advanced technique for them, I suppose, because they're learning it for the first time. Have you ever been in a difficult situation during training, like a frustrated student or someone being like losing a temper? How would you deal with that? Um, to be honest, I've been very lucky. Um, I haven't really had a student um, that has ever lost a temper in class. Um, I've had occasions where they've shown frustration, which is perfectly normal and perfectly mm. natural at that grade. Um, but what we always say is that um, the, the, the title of an instructor is a sensei, and sensei roughly translates to uh, one who has um, walked the like path those, before. Like, kind of old guys like in like dojos or something. I'm not an old guy. <laughs> no, no, sen <laughs> sensei is the teacher. So, so for example, I'm the sensei. Um, so yeah, so it, it means one who has, who has walked the path before the student. So what I generally say to anyone who's frustrated is I say, all your frustrations and all your, um, you know, your challenges that you experience in training I've been through. So I can kind of help them, guide them through it a little bit easier and I explain to them that, you know, it's perfectly normal and natural to, um, to, yeah. to get frustrated but you know to persevere and keep trying and do they have to have a t like a time out or something um if they're frustrated yes. uh, no generally not no i mean like i said i've been very lucky sometimes with the children um if they uh, if they get a little bit you like know the children yeah if they get a little bit excited or a little bit uh, hyperactive um occasionally i'll give them a time out but uh but i'm very lucky I've, I've i've got very good students i really have where can you use the, your karate and what are the laws you can use on it? That's a very good question, actually. Um, so generally what I teach my students, um, like I was explaining earlier, um, is that the, the first rule of martial arts really, believe it or not, is to never use martial arts. Um, you know, we, we like to be unassuming and we'll always try to avoid confrontation. I mean, like, you know, don't use it... Un like on someone who's not like ready. Well, tr try you, not. You know, someone who's not aware that you're going to do it. Well, we'll try not to use it um, ever, really. I mean, in public, you mean like in, yes, you're of not course. allowed to. It's like it's like me and you had an argument mm. now. When I was a black belt in karate. I yeah. cannot use it on you. I could no. get into trouble. No, can't you? Exactly. Yeah. So we use it in training, but outside of the academy, um, we always try to de-escalate situations, not escalate situations. So, so answering your question. I mean, sometimes there is that situation that, you know, you just can't de-escalate, like, you know. Of course, yeah. Maybe you don't have control over it. No. So what we, what I always teach is that you, with, with regarding to the laws, um, I always say that you want to use appropriate contact. So, for example, if you and I are having an argument and I can, and you are being uh, verbally abusive and I can de-escalate that situation by talking my way out of the situation uh, or walking away, then that's what I'll do. If you start to grab me or hold me, um, then obviously I can use my blocking yeah, or techniques or my you know, escaping techniques. Yeah. And one thing, if you know someone gets too close, then you then you then can you, use you know, push them away. Exactly right. Uh, but then you know if it's taking a step further and they they then they attack you, um, then you use as much force as necessary to stop stop the attacker but then you'd stop that or probably you know restrain them or something exactly restrain them so it's 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 appropriate contact for the situation what do you like and dislike about your job the most 
Um, I love, I love that feeling when a student gets it. You know, I'll be teaching them a combination, or I'll be teaching them some moves, um, and all of a sudden you'll see see that little light bulb go off, and they'll they, they understand it, and they get that feeling of of uh, of how it should feel, um, or when. You know, we, we grade every three months. Uh, grading is when they take a new belt. Yeah. Um, so they the, the students work really hard over a three month period, particularly the younger kids of, of five, mm. five to eight year olds. So then when they work really hard for three months and then they achieve their grading, that's a really proud moment. You know, because uh, obviously I've helped them. Um, I've helped them get where they want to be. Um, Gives you a good feeling as well. Yeah, yeah of yeah. course, of course. Um, what I dislike, um, I wouldn't say I dislike anything really. Um, being an instructor, um, to be a good instructor, I, I think you have to invest a lot emotionally um, and mentally as well. So sometimes it can get a little bit, um, a little bit draining. So sometimes I need to have a recharge. Um, but besides you, that, I don't dislike anything really. I know Just, this is another question. Do you take you? Um work home with you sometimes absolutely yes yeah yeah, yeah. i think anyone who cares about what they do yeah. they, they will always take their their work home with them yeah. as much as i try not to yeah. and i'm getting better at it yeah. but i i always take an element of it with me yeah. Yeah. and do they yeah. have a certificate uh, for, for the yes every time a student grades they earn a new belt or a new grade um, and they get a nice certificate with their name on it and their grade on it also and that's a great sense of achievement for the children as well and the adults what was your favourite karate thing to do? My favourite karate thing to do? Um, I really like the katas. Um, so like I said, mentioned earlier, the, uh, the sequence yeah. of moves put in together to form like a, a pattern or a form. Um, I've always enjoyed doing kata. It requires a lot of focus and discipline. Um, and when you get the kata right, it also looks really good as well. So I really enjoy doing the katas. Um, have you ever hurt yourself before? Like, you know, when you try to teach the students a move or something? No. No, I've been very, very lucky over my career so far. I've never, I've never hurt myself through, through training. I thought it would, like, hurt, you know, like, you know, punch, like a, like a piece of wood or something, you know, trying to split it. Um, or try to, you know, break it. Well, we, we, we teach when we, when we do board breaking, they only do that at the higher grades. Um, that's all about the mental focus. So believe it or not, when, when you do do board breaking and things like this, um, you, you don't actually hurt yourself. Um, for our final question, um, where's your favorite martial arts movie? That's actually the toughest question. <laughs> um, I've, I've seen so many karate movies and martial arts movies. Um, but I would say, uh, I would say probably uh, Kickboxer with Jean-Claude Van Damme. That's a good um, movie. That have is, you seen yeah. it? We yeah. did the splits. Yeah, it's a good movie. Yeah, I really, I really enjoy the movie. Like uh, sometimes it's like the splits, you know, really hurts because you know <laughs> you're like, yeah, you know, moving your legs so far out that you uh, like fall on the ground. I wouldn't. Have, it's like, yeah, oh, jeez, that must hurt. I wouldn't encourage trying mm. it um, unless you're stretched uh, or you're used to it because yes, it can, uh, it can, it can definitely hurt a little bit. Because you've got the other movies like the Karate Kid. Karate Kid, yes, yeah, of course. And, uh, well. There's just so many. And and like uh, ones like probably Jackie Chan. Jackie Chan, Bruce Lee, Jean Claude Van Damme. Oh. Yes. Thank you, and goodbye for now. Thank you very much. Thank you for having me. Thank you very much, and goodbye for goodbye for now. 
Thank you for listening to our podcast. Please tune in next time for the next episode brought to you by Tape. Goodbye.